Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Mindset Monday. I'm Susan Johnson, Susan Johnson and Associates, and excited to be here with you again for another Monday of Mindset Monday to get our week launched with high energy, inspiration, power, and really some serious conversations. And, and that's what helps us always continue to grow and to continue to move our business and our personal lives always to another level. And today, everybody, we're going to be talking about your power of choice. Um you know, it's funny because I'm reading this book, which I've read before. You'll see I've got it tabbed in million places that I've read it many times over the years. Um, it's called, it's from John Maxwell, The Leadership Handbook, Critical Lessons Every Leader Must Know. And it's a great book if you get a chance to pick it up. And like I said, I've got pages tabbed because I've used it over and over again. But this is about the power of choice today. And I want you to know that we're going to go pretty deep into some of these topics because you know, when you just hear the generalities of power of decision making, the power of choice, the power of a strong mindset. Well, there's a lot more that goes into that. And so pay close attention, take some copious notes. It's nice seeing more and more people logging on here right now. Um, if you can turn your, your cameras on, it's always nice to see you as I go through this agent power huddle. So understand this first and foremost, the power of choice. Perhaps choice is one of the most powerful um you know, uh, freedoms that we have in our life. I mean, without question, the choices that we make is really going to be the determining factor of how our lives are turning out. Would you agree with that? Um, give me a thumbs up or say yes. Um, legendary coach John Wooden, if you know who John Wooden is, if you don't Google him, basketball coach, legendary. Um, and he would often say this, he says, keep in mind that at the end of the day, the choice you make makes you. And some people will actually, you probably know some, hopefully it's not you yourself, but some people will you continuously make bad choices again and again and again and again. It becomes this cycle of just a string of, of bad choices. While well, you see other people who make choices that their lives seem to kind of just smoothly run, you know, and we all have so many choices that we make in a day, in a week, in a month, um, that we are eventually going to make a couple of bad ones along the way. And yet, you know, what do we do in, in making better choices so that we don't stay in those kind of places? So regardless of what road we take, we always get what we choose, don't we? We always get what we choose. In an interview with Coach Wooden, he also talked about he talks about decision making and regrets. This is also in this book, decision making and regrets in the choices that we make. So I had a conversation with my husband about this because of some decisions he made, you know, many, many years ago, and it was relatable to this topic. And I said, you know, it, it, you can't beat yourself up over some choices that you make because honestly, you make decisions and choices where you're at emotionally at the time you make that choice. So you know, um, John Wooden also says that when he looks back over his 96 year old life, you know, he says, you know, there's many decisions that he would have maybe done differently later on in life. In retrospect, you know, looking back, it's always easy to say, oh, I should have done that. Right. Um, and yet he said, give, give yourself some grace. This is an important. Listen closely. Give yourself some grace if you made some bad decisions that have affected your life. OK, give yourself some grace because you made the if, if you can say to yourself, honestly. You made the best decision you could at that time with whatever tool 
tools, mentorship that you had at that moment, then just learn from it. If you're making bad decisions out of fear, or if you're making a bad decision out of poor integrity, okay, integrity means doing the right thing. If you're doing something you just because you want it, but it's not right, your gut instinct is going to tell you that. So this is really important. You know, um, the best decisions will actually, you'll, you'll feel it. You'll feel incongruity, you know, hopefully with your integrity. Okay. So you must be true to yourself. Obviously we make thousands of choices, good and bad. Um, but you got to look the best you can at how am I going to make these choices and try to always look at a couple different scenarios when you're making a choice. First say, well, if I choose this road and this path, and this is my decision, do not, you know, don't, don't just bam, make it just it. Look past it. If you can look down that road and say, if I do this, then this is going to happen. Consequences. There are consequences to the decisions that we make, to the choices that we make. And that's what I want to really hit home, if I can, with you on this episode today. Um, if you do the other choice, what are those consequences? Really, if you can evaluate those things, you're never going to be 100% certain. You know, somebody says, oh, I made this choice. No problem. 100% slam dunk. That is the absolute the right choice. Well, usually same with the decisions and choices, you're not always going to have that 100%. And the bottom line is you want to make choices best based on the best probability of the outcome you really want to achieve. Okay? So you need to understand three things about choices. The first choice, and this is a hard one sometimes, okay, is it's going to act, a choice you make will actually show you yourself. It's going to really show you yourself. It's the choices that who we truly are over our abilities. And that's what I mean about making choices in rash, in mindset. Um, so it doesn't mean if you make a bad decision, you know, you're a bad person or, you know, oh, maybe you weren't the, the leader, the person you thought you were going to be. It means look at who you were and what, were your, what was your mindset when you made that choice. It's going to really show up. And, you know, this might be getting a little bit too deep, but, I, you know, so many people coast through life making choices in that, not even paying attention to the consequences and to the mindset they were in. If it was a bad choice in the first place, the mindset they were in the moment they made that choice. And that's what I'm trying to get at here. Don't beat yourself up. Where, were you, where, where was your space when you made that mindset? Learn from that. Okay. Um, so you have certain beliefs. We all do. We have beliefs. We have values, um, hopefully, right? And there are, they need to be congruent with the choices that you make. They need to be congruent. I show, if you're visually seeing me, I show, um, and I go like this in my hands. You see how they're kind of off. When you make a decision that's congruent, you're going to feel an alignment. And you're going to feel in alignment. Your gut's going to know, I'm making a good choice. I'm making that choice that's the best probability. When you make a choice out of fear or out of anger, okay, and you're out of alignment with your belief systems, you be closely, then you may make that choice. And there could be some very bad repercussions from it, consequences. And you're going to know, how am I going to course correct this? What, you, know, you know you've done something that is not right, not, doesn't feel right. So your choices will reveal who you are and, you know, you want to be able to pay attention to that. 
Okay. Now, the second thing you really want to understand about choices is most choices aren't easy. And this is what we just talked about, you know, in, in leadership, understand first, you, we all wear the hat of a leader. You, would you agree with that? Hopefully you say yes. We're on, you know, you're all on mute and everything, but if you're listening to this on podcast, because we replay back on podcasts, ask yourself that question. Do you realize you're a leader? Every one of us are. We are all starting with one hat. That hat is the leadership of our own lives. We are all the leaders of our own lives. Okay, Understand and accept and own it. Be proud of that. You are the leader of your life. You have the freedom of the choices to lead your life to any level you want to take it to. Then we may be a leader of something else, our own families. Think about our own families. Are we your leader in our own families? It's nice to see your cameras. Come on, everybody. Thanks. Your leaders in our own families. And, you know, we, we lead our, our own lives. We lead maybe our children. We, we show up and we influence others in many different ways. We could be a leadership of a real estate team, right? And you've got other people that their businesses and their families, their, you know, everything rises and falls on leadership, folks. So as soon as you really understand and take and wear that hat of that leadership and know and, and own it, it takes you to a whole other level. Okay? We could be leading a whole real estate brokerage, hundreds of agents. Think about that, right? Okay. And, you know, in another book that John Maxwell has, he talks about the law of the lid. And I want to go down this road here, but I'll just say the law of the lid in the sense that you're only going to rise to, the, to where your leadership is. So your leadership always has to be growing and leading. Okay. Um, so when you're a leader, you know, in any part, personal, professional, you know, there's always going to be uncharted waters. There's always going to be risks that you take because we, t- we do, we take risks. We make these choices and decisions that are going to be impacting our lives and lives of others. And sometimes, you know, you, you, there could be weeds. You could be in the weeds. Think about a time when you made a decision and you're like, oh my gosh, I think I made that decision out of fear. It's not congruent. It's not, it's feeling wrong. It's not connecting, you might need some mentorship. You might need some coaching. And folks, that coaching can be hard and mentorship can be hard because somebody may just hold that mirror up to you on the choice you made and say, watch this. You made this choice and you were in a mindset of fear. You made this choice and you were angry and and you made this choice and now we need to course correct it. So they help you self-discover, okay? So make your choices on the highest probability and pay attention when you're making a very important choice in your life. What's your mindset at that moment in time before you make that choice? If you need to get a mentor to help you through the weeds, slow it down before jumping on that one. Okay, pay attention to where you are emotionally. The third thing you've got to understand about the choices is that the choices we make will change us at some level. They'll change us. You know, we have these freedom. Look at choices as your freedom. It is a huge freedom. And once you make that choice, you become a servant to that choice. I hate that word, but it's true. You become a servant to the choices that you make and um, the consequences that show up better for better. And sometimes the choices we make are fabulous. I'm not talking about all the choices we make being negative. You know, we make some fabulous choices too. The topic today is really getting to the core of understanding our choices and, and how we make them, why we make them, and how to course correct when we find ourselves in a situation that we may not be getting the results that we had hoped we got. Okay. So, you know, these, these choices happen and, you know, we, 
will ultimately have the consequences for great or for not so great. So we, we, you know, it's easy to say the best probability, but in choosing our choices, okay, so listen closely, in choosing our choices, how do we become better leaders? How do we become better at making these decisions, at making these choices? John Maxwell describes, I'm going to hold the book up on my arm a little bit closer to the camera if you see it. He describes in here about three critical choices that help govern him as a leader. And it's interesting because when I read this, I went one, you know, especially choice number one. I also learned this in Tony Robbins, which has been very powerful in my life as a leader and as a human being. And the first one is adopting the mindset of my standards for myself are going to be higher than anybody else can ever put on me. Makes sense. Thank you, Patricia. It's very true, though. Even a, when I teach a listing presentation course, you know, and somebody might say to you, you know, good, you know, well, gosh, you know, what about this? What about that? What about you know? And they'll question certain things. Well, you know, you've got to, you've got to show them down the road again. And you say, you know, honestly, your expectations of me are never going to be higher than those I've placed on myself. So my goal is not to just achieve that result, to deliver higher than what you even expected. If you sincerely, sincerely internalize that mindset about your standards being higher for yourself than anybody could ever expect from you, what a great mindset to adopt. Would you agree with that? Give me a thumbs up or a yes. You know, so that is, that's a very powerful mindset as a leader to put yourself in. Okay, I'll expect more from myself than anybody else could ever expect from me. All right, average people. Okay, and honestly, if you're on this or you're listening to these podcasts, odds are you're not the average person. Okay, so and that's what's so funny about classes I teach or you know podcasts we do or you know masterminds. It's funny the people that show up are usually those that are already in this standard, this mindset. That being said, now you're aware. And what do we do with all this fabulous tools that we learn and grow and mentor from each other? We turn and we coach and mentor others. We coach and we mentor others. And it might even be your own family. You're, you might have, we have a situation in our own family. I'm not going to go down the details of it, but we have a, one of our persons in our family. They're struggling with a lot of issues right now. Okay? And as leaders, as parents or, or, or aunties or uncles, you know, we want to help them. If we have the power, we, we are born leaders and we have been sharpening our skills and tools as leaders. It's our responsibility to turn and try the very best we can to coach and consult them to a self-discovery of making better decisions. Did you hear that? So we don't just learn all this stuff, use it for ourselves and never pass it on. Life would be not so good and, and your level of, of gratitude and your level of uh, enjoying your life and prospering, if you can't teach your children, your family members or your, your, or your team to help them understand some of these tools, right? Somebody taught you. So our responsibility is turn and to give back. Are they ready to hear it? Ah, that's another thing though, right? Make a standard to perform higher than anybody's expectations are of you. Sure way to fail as a leader is to just coast, just to do the bare minimum, right? A sure way to fail as a leader to yourself, to your family, to your, your teammates, to your, you know, your, your um, brokerages, whatever it may be, is for you to 
lower your standard. Lower that standard and make it mediocrity. Lower that standard of I'm afraid to hurt their feelings, so I'm not going to tell them what they need to hear. I'm just going to tell them what they want to hear. So much easier to tell them what they need to hear, isn't it? So much easier. At the end of the day, you got to really compromise. You, you don't ever want to compromise that standard within yourself because you know you're going to literally feel it. You'll feel it in your soul. You make your, let's just call it yourself right now. I'm seeing Shed's head shaking. It's so true. You make a choice and you're going, oh, crap, I made that choice out of fear. It's not right. Why do I know that? I know that because I feel it in my gut. I know that because that congruency is not happening right now. I know that because the consequences are showing up that I didn't want. And darn it, I've got to do something now to course correct. John Wooden says something in um, in another one. I don't remember what book it was. This is not in this book, but I read it. I remember when I was studying with John Wooden, um, some, some of his quotes and some of the things that he, interviews that he's been on. And so even if we made a bad decision, the world may not recognize it. See, that's just it. It's not like it's going to show up on social media. <laughs> it's not like it's going to show up, you know, other people seeing it. You'll know it, right? We know it within our own, like I said, within our gut. We know in the congruency of our beliefs that we set, our values that we set, and the standards that we set. We know it. And why am I bringing that up? Well, because, you know, what he, John Wooden said in his interview, he said to his team, he said, look, it's not what's up on the scoreboard at the end of the game. I may not quote him exactly, by the way, I don't have the quote written down, but this is the gist of it. It's not what the points that are on the scoreboard. How many homes you sell? It's not really that. It's not the points that show up on the scoreboard that determines who won that game. Quite frankly, if you know at the end of the game that you played full out, you played the best game of your life. You may not have won on the scoreboard, but guess what? You played full out and you, you did everything you intended to do. Thanks for doing that. I appreciate the clap there. You intended it. You took risks that you weren't, you haven't taken in the past. You made shots that you didn't think you could take, but you took them anyway. Right? That's the win. Then you really know at that point you won. Not the points on the scoreboard. There's the congruency in your gut I'm talking about. See the difference there. As a leader, you know, um, we're going to get into choice number two right now. So, you, you know, you always want to do the best you can do. That's so choice number one and outperform, you know, your, your standards and set them higher than what anybody else can expect from you. Choice number two is helping people means more than just making them happy. This is a hard lesson. This is not just a business lesson, folks. Again, this can be as a parent, as an auntie, as an uncle, as a friend helping another friend. It's not always going to be easy. Why is that? Because when we're mentoring and we're coaching or just even helping somebody and they're in the weeds, think about the weeds, all visualize the weeds all around them. They can't see straight. The clarity is not there. It's much easier for us as if we're trained well, we can ask questions and that's the key. We, we don't just sit there and, and, and point a finger and say, you're making a wrong decision. Does that work? No, it's all, it's about the self-discovery portion of it. Ask some questions, give the best advice you can and be direct because here's the thing. They don't want to hear it, but they need to hear it, right? 
How many of I've been in that seat? <laughs> My own coaches. I've been in the seat many a times, the hot seat, if you will where, you know, my coach or my mentor will know where I'm trying to go and I make a bad decision and they hold the mirror up and it's not fun to look in, is it? I'm sure if you're challenge yourself and you've had mentors and coaches, you, we've probably all have been in that position. As a leader, when you're leading somebody else or helping somebody else, just, you know, the same thing can occur because it's much easier it's much easier as a leader and again, parent, friend, a, a, auntie and uncle, it's much easier to say, ah, oh, it's okay. Try to make them feel good emotionally, put softeners on there. It's okay. You know, rationalize the decision they made. Well, you did it because of this. It's okay. Is that really helping them? Is it? No, it's not. And the problem is, is we walk on eggshells sometimes, especially if it's our family, by the way. It's almost easier. I, you know, it's almost easier if you're a, a coach and you got your team and everything's more about business and helping them with their business than it is with a family member that's going through the weeds. Okay? Family member. Because they, you know, you're, you're walking on eggshells of they don't really see you on your professional side. They see you as somebody that's a loving member of their family and they may not respect what you're saying. And yet they also don't want to hear what you have to say sometimes. Have you experienced that? I know I've talked to a lot of people and we've experienced in our family. I'm sure other families have as well, you know, um, but the burdens of leadership are great. The responsibility of leaderships is something understanding too. That's great in this book as well responsibilities we have once we start learning about this and really internalizing it as as we're helping people it's our responsibility to help them through the weeds to help themselves discover some of these kind of things and they're not going to like it and they may shut you out for a while by the way you may get shut down this could be a somebody maybe somebody on your team that or somebody in their in your brokerage that you're trying to help and they don't like what you have to say it's okay somebody has to say it though somebody has to say it the leader truly cares about somebody when they truly have an, a high integrity of intending to help. If you're always coming to work from a place of, I want to help you help yourself, help guide you. There's a big difference. It's where you're coming from, right? And um, so some of those decisions are going to be unpopular. And that's, that's one of the hard lessons and choices and things that we have to do. But sometimes we have to choose to make sure that if we're helping somebody else see their way through the weeds or bringing their business to another level, we need to hold that mirror up because the best coaches and consultants and mentors and, and, and leaders will help you identify the gaps in your business, your personal life, whatever it may be, in the decisions you make and choices you make, what was the gap? When I'm working with an agent on their business, for example, and they, they've got all these leads coming in all these leads are flowing. Leads are flowing. It's great, right? And they're not getting in appointments. Where's the where's the gap? Oh, well, lead follow up, lead conversion, right? Well, okay, now they're going on a lot of appointments, but they're not getting contract signed. Where's the gap? Their presentation, asking how to ask for the appointment. How to, I mean, how to ask for the contract. Where's the gap? Right? They're writing offers, writing offers, but none of their offers are getting accepted. Where's the gap? They understand their contracts, their presentation. You see how the, if you really drill it down, same thing, any kind of personal issues too, where's the gap? 
As leaders, we own this. As leaders, we want to help them self-discover where those gaps are to get themselves through those weeds. All right. So just telling them what they want to hear is just simply not the answer. Helping them see the big picture versus their, you know, what's right there in front of them. You got to help them see the consequences of those choices that they're going to make or that you're going to make. Choice number three is, is your focus must be on the present. Guys, we can't leave our, lead our lives looking through that rear, rear view mirror, can we? We do that, you know, look, you've got to live in the present. You've got to live in what's in front of you and make the decisions based on, you know, learn from the bad mistakes, learn from the bad decisions. Don't beat yourself up over them. You can't be defined by those bad decisions in the past again. You learn from them and you find out what mindset were you in. You get in that mindset again. You're about to make another decision or a choice. You go, where am I at? Where, where, how am I making this choice? Your awareness raises up. You know, you can, if you continue to focus on what might have been, what should have been, that's a lousy road to be on. And you're going to miss. You're going to miss the opportunities that are flying all around you right now in the present. Has that happened to you? I'm sure it has to all of us at some point. Like I said, this is all about the awareness. You can't change the outcome of those past choices that you made, but you can shift your mindset to the present. You can know that you have the freedom to make new choices. You have the freedom to course correct at any given time. And if you need a mentor and a coach to help see you through the weeds, make sure that you put yourself in the mindset of if they tell you something you don't want to hear, that they're really, as long you know, they're coming from a place of integrity of saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to be hard with what I'm about to say to you because everybody's afraid to. They're afraid to tell you the truth because they want to be your friend. They want to be nice. And, you know, quite frankly, sometimes we need to hear the hard stuff. All right. Yesterday ended last night. That's a little quote. Yesterday ended last night. So learn from it. Let it go. Move forward. Make better choices. The opportunities are all around us. There's another clip that Agent Power Huddle was, was fascinating. They, they, they took one of my other huddles that I did. And it was about being open to exploring opportunity. So I always say, look, I get called and somebody says, hey, I've got this opportunity. I think you might be interested in it. Now, I don't look at every opportunity. I, I try to, though, because I'm thinking, you know, what? there might be an opportunity that goes by that I didn't even know. I don't know what I don't know. Right. We don't know what we don't know. So if you're called on an opportunity, understand opportunities are all around you. It doesn't mean you have to take every opportunity. We're exploring that opportunity and just being aware of that, you know, I have new choices I can make every day, right? That's what's so fascinating and fun about your life. Choices are coming to you and opportunities are coming to you. But if we're focusing on the past, we're going to miss them. They're going to pass us by because we're so enthralled with what we did in the past. Be present. Be open to the opportunity. When I was attracting agents to one of my brokerages, it was interesting because I, you know, I look at people's, I study, study people's numbers and I see, wow, somebody's increased their business over the last 12 months, 56%. You know, I might say, gosh, congratulations. Good grief. You, you had a great business. You increased your business 56% last year. At the time, guys, they don't even know their own numbers. They're like, you know, it catches them. And I might say, well, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to talk with you for about, more about your business, what you're doing. It's great to mastermind. You know, I'm not just trying to recruit them. I hate that word. I don't want everybody to come to my brokerage. I only want people that really are intense and passionate about growing, passionate about learning, that we all mastermind. You know, it doesn't matter whether I'm the leader in the brokerage, the leader of the team. Everybody's got something to contribute and we can always learn from each other. 
that's the mindset you want to be in. So if somebody asks for you for a meeting, just mean they're always trying to recruit you. Maybe it is a fit. Maybe it's not a fit. Who knows? Are you ever going to know if you don't explore the opportunity? Explore it, right? So these agent power huddles fly by sometimes. I just start going on. I hope you're seeing some value in all this. But, um, you know, you just want to be attentive to these, you know, these choices. I want to make sure you're aware of when you make a choice, if it is a bad one and you see the consequences showing up, that, that you look in your gut and check that congruency. If it's feeling like this to you, it's time to course correct. You need to dig deeper. Okay. If you're not sure how to dig deeper, I'm going to give you two. Stay with me, please. Two different scenarios. One of my best coaches, it was so funny. By the way, coaches are another way. Not every coach is the best coach for you. For you. If you don't feel like, if you're in a coaching with somebody or, you know, and you're not moving where you want to go, maybe it's not right the, the right coach for you because coaches speak to people in different ways. I'll never forget one of my best coaches. I'll give you his name. My name is Mike Bastion. Love him. Fabulous, fabulous leadership coach, by the way. And he's back east. I'm in California. And I've been with other coaches where I've been face-to-face with them. But this coach back back east, he gets me on the phone in the first two minutes. He knew, he could tell right away how I needed to be coached. He said to me, he goes, Susan, I want you to see about when you're consulting other agents, because I want you to visualize the ocean. Visualize the ocean. So take this to yourselves. And what do you see right now in the ocean? And And he goes, what's at the top? I'm like, okay, well, okay, some seaweed and there's some, I don't know. He goes, well, go down just a little bit deeper. What are you seeing? I maybe see some fish going by. I might see some jellyfish. He goes, Susan, I want you to go a little bit deeper than that. Now, what are you seeing? I'm seeing bigger fish. I'm seeing, you know, there's some sharks in there. I'm seeing some some, some scary stuff, but okay, I'm, I'm seeing it. He goes, I want you to go deeper, go all the way down to the bottom of that ocean. This is what he said to me. The first five, 10 minutes of our, of our coaching session. I want you to go deeper, go to the bottom. Now, what do you see? Oh my gosh, I see a sunken ship. Go deeper, go inside. Really? Okay, so I'm going inside. See the visual I'm creating for you? Go inside the ship. It was fabulous. Go inside the ship. What are you seeing? Oh my God, I just found a treasure chest. Open the treasure chest. I found jewels, diamonds. You know, what is the purpose of this? So many of us, what I learned from this coaching session, he was helping me help other people. So many of us will we'll go down the road of talking to coaching, consulting, helping, even ourselves, our family members. And we'll, we'll, it's so surface. The conversations are up on the surface. We're not going anywhere. We have to go deeper. We have to get deeper into really where's the core. That's why I wanted you to know when you make a choice, where are you at? Go deeper. Why did you make that choice? What mindset were you in? Go deeper. Keep asking questions to get to the root of what's going to make that person Find the gold and the gems and the treasure within themselves. What's going to make that person or yourself find your own treasures? You can't find them at the surface level. You can't find them just being nice and playing it safe. And it can be painful. Swimming down to the bottom is not easy. Right? Going deeper is not easy. Making changes are not always easy. Of course, correcting is not always easy. So... As a leader of your own life and your own choices, as a leader in your family, helping your family members, your friends, your team, your brokerages, try to remember this lesson today and listen back if you need to. I'm going to finish it up. I read this little piece here. It's written. I'm going to have to read it to you so I don't memorize, but it's written by Portia Nelson. 
It's called The Autobiography of Five Short Chapters. And, and here it goes. Chapter one, I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I'm lost. I'm helpless. It's not my fault. Takes forever to find a way out. Chapter two, I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. It's some softeners on it. I don't see that. I still fall in. I can't believe I'm in the same place, but it's not my fault. Not my fault. Still takes a long time for me to get out of it. Chapter three, I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it there. I still fall in. It's become a habit. My eyes are open though to it now. I know where I'm at. It's my fault. I own it. It's my fault. I get out immediately. Chapter four, I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. Chapter five, I walk down a different street. Simple, but very powerful, right? So some of the choices we make get in some bad habits, right? It'll choose us. And again, if you're not in that today's conversation about being that awareness, about being that leader, about knowing about the hard conversations, about making the choices and, and paying attention to your gut feeling. Did you make the right choice? You'll know it. You'll know it. You'll know it in consequences that show up. You'll know it in your gut. Course correct. Own it. Take the responsibility. Choices will define your life. And we have the freedom to continually make choices and new choices all the time. This wraps up today. Another week of Agent Power Huddle. I hope you enjoyed the message today. Play it back, share it with a friend, and go have an amazing, powerful week, everybody. High productivity, high energy, and share it and with somebody else. Don't keep it to yourself. Have a great week. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.